RBC is a proud partner and supporter of Powwow Pitch and Indigenous entrepreneurs like Squalwen Botanicals' Lee Joseph. Discover her story in RBC's latest edition of A Chosen Journey at rbc.com forward slash a chosen journey. Traditional healing with a modern vibe. Sister Sage, powwow pitch winner, has got you covered. Cleanse your body and spirit with smokeless smudge, handmade soaps and bath bombs. Peace, love and smudge. Join the Sage fam at sistersage.com. Do you have an idea that you're itching to turn into a business? It starts with the website. Visit shopify.com forward slash powwow pitch to sign up for a 30-day free trial to take action on your idea today. Quay, welcome everyone to the Powwow Pitch Podcast, a show empowering Indigenous entrepreneurs. I am your host, Sunshine Quem Tenasco, and I'm an entrepreneur from Kitagon Zibi and Anishinaabeg. I got my entrepreneurial start on Dragon's Den selling baby moccasins. And today I'm the creator of Powwow Pitch and Her Braids, an author, water protector, mom, and advocate of Indigenous entrepreneurs. Each year, Powwow Pitch supports thousands of Indigenous entrepreneurs to tell their stories. I launched this podcast to grow the reach of our entrepreneurial wisdom connected to our rich culture and deep roots as Indigenous people. On this podcast, I interview some of the most successful Indigenous entrepreneurs, makers, and creators to share their stories, learnings, and wisdom to lift us all. The Powwow Pitch podcast is a production of Powwow Pitch, syndicated through the Startup Canada podcast network and co-presented by RBC, Shopify, and Facebook. Welcome to the show. Are you ready to talk about a bubbles and business together, a BNB? Because we're going to have a conversation today with the winner of our very first uh, national 2020 powwow pitch, the founder and owner of Sister Sage, Lynn Marie Angus. Hi, Lynn Marie. How are you? Hi, Sunshine. Thanks for that introduction, <laughs> Bubbles and Business. I think I'm going to change the name. <laughs> Yay! I love it. I'm so I'm so excited to to talk with you today. Just because you are, you know, fresh and you are our uh, first national winner, and I think that is a huge deal. And I just want to celebrate you all the time. So thank you for taking the time. <laughs> Um, I know you're so busy. Your social media is on fire. It is. I have been really busy. Yeah. I just want to say, if, if you want to follow me around and celebrate me every day, I'm about that. <laughs> I'm your freaking yeah. girl. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Winning powwow pitch was, um, like right now I'm still like, what? It's still <laughs> overwhelming. To me, um, a national pitch competition. And before going into the pitch, too, I, like over the last few years, I always knew that pitch would be pitching would be really important for Sister Sage. So I've like read books, I've listened to podcasts, I've watched YouTube videos. 
I'm like, I'm the, I'm, I know everything about pitching, but then doing it, actually doing it is pretty scary. <laughs> it is. It's very different. So right before we get into that goodness, I'm just going to tell our audience uh, a bit about you. So who is Lynn Marie? Um, she is the founder of Sister Sage, an indigenous wellness brand out of Vancouver, B.C. Lynn Marie and her sister, who come from Gitgla, Niska, Métis, and Cree Nation started Sister Sage in September 2018 with the goal of becoming their own bosses and creating a safe work environment that would promote their wellness and culture. Now in year three of her business, Lynn Marie has made new goals for Sister Sage, inspiring other Indigenous women to define their own financial futures through business tops the list. Uh, hello, high fives from me. She shares her vibrant culture through each handmade soap, bath bomb, smokeless smudge spray, and cell. She is working hard to be the Indigenous representation and role model that Indigenous youth are looking for. And Lynn Marie has been recognized for her community impact as the winner of the Small Business BC Community Impact Award. Wow, Lynn Marie, welcome to our first Powwow Pitch podcast series. Uh, again, we're so happy and excited to have you here. We want to know everything. Tell us, tell us everything. <laughs> it's all been so short, like three years. What has happened in the four years, uh, in these last four years for you? Um, we don't have enough time. There's we been do. Been so, <laughs> there's been so much. Um, so yeah, we started in 2018. And so what it's been, uh, just under three years, I think right now. Um, and in that short amount of time, um, I, you know, I was working in high rise construction and that's where I was at before, uh, before we even started sister stage. Actually, it was like a huge catalyst why I wanted to be my own boss. Um, because construction sucked for me. It was just, it was racist and sexist. And um, I was in tears. I, I feel like I was crying all the time. It was just not, it was really bad for my mental health. Um, and my sister, she was, uh, she found herself pregnant um, with her first child and she was uh, facing homelessness. So both of us were like, we were in a crisis situation. Mm. Um, and I feel like a lot of Indigenous women, they, they, they jump into becoming uh, their own bosses or entrepreneurs because of like crisis um, to create their own like safety environment. <clears throat> and so that's what really we were looking for. And um, immediately I found like we, we had hardly had an idea of sister stage. Like we, what are we going to do? It has to be indigenous. It has to be like, uh, again, like a safe environment and promote our health and well-being and indigeneity and culture. Um, and it really just started off with bath bombs. So Melissa was interested in bath bombs. And I honestly hadn't even made soap yet. I just had like an interest of like, what's soap about? <laughs> so I, I just I did tons of research and like YouTube, thank, thank, thank creator for YouTube. <laughs> because I watched so many videos, like just late night YouTube video watching. Um, and so we just jumped on that. And I, I took a... I entered myself into the community entrepreneur program um, through the UBC Learning Exchange in Vancouver, BC. And it was a six week program that really just taught me basics of being an entrepreneur and running a business. And 
um, that's where I did my first pitch. And it, that, that it was like probably to even to date was the most frightening thing I ever did. It was a pitch in front of all of the other students. And I think about 10, uh, panelists, um, I gave, I was given 10 minutes. I think I went 20 minutes. <laughs> it was so scary, but they really liked what I had pitched to them and, um, awarded me $200. And that was the very beginning of sister stage. We took that 200 bucks and we flipped it and have reinvested it um, and all profits back into the business um, since then. Um, and I want to mention this too, like as Indigenous people, we don't come from, we don't often come from intergenerational wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so accessing capital to start a business, you you need capital to start a business. So, you know, oftentimes we're kept poor, obviously by the government of Canada. Um, so I didn't have family to rely on or friends who had like lots of money to be like, hey, can you invest in my business? We just had to keep bootstrapping our business and um, growing it organically that way. So that was the, that's the beginning of Sister Sage. That's amazing. Uh, I'm really happy you brought that up right away because, you know, uh, like you, uh, I've started a few projects, a few businesses and mm-hmm. have basically done exactly what you've done. Like I never went to business school. I didn't mm-hmm. really know about business, but YouTube and Google and books were my best <laughs> yeah. friend and like trial yeah. and error. Like, totally. oh, shit, that sucks. And that's ugly. Take two, <laughs> yeah. delete, whatever, you know, but uh, yeah. In, a, in intergenerational wealth, um, they, you know, people say that, well, ask your friends. And there's some books that say, you know, never use your own money. Use someone whose money are we supposed yeah. to use? Like we yeah. have to, you know, we have to do all this. So it's super interesting. And and to watch your growth. And obviously, I, I hadn't heard about Sister Sage until last year. And in this past year, Oh my, your growth has been like wild. You are, you guys are on fire. Um, you know, I think you have what, 17,000 followers now on Sister Sage. So you're yeah. like, yeah, how did you, how did that happen? Um, again, lots of research. I, I do, like, I, I learn about analytics. Uh, that sounds so boring. It doesn't. <laughs> I, I love it. <laughs> I read about, um, you know, the days of times I'm supposed to post, um, what I should be posting, who, what my demographic is, what they, um, what they, the kinds of things that they're interested in. Let me tell you something right now. Did you know that on TikTok, millennials spend 22 and a half hours a week? Like that's a part-time job. Wow. <laughs> for TikTok. But um, I think that what, what, Really, when it comes down to it, what the case is, is that I, I really like to lead with my authenticity and my integrity. And that is really resonating with uh, followers and customers. You know, I don't, I'm not looking to be an overly curated brand. Um, I want to be vulnerable and real and share that. And people love that. Yeah, no, like I, I want to buy from you and, you know, you were part of a powwow pitch and like, I want Lynn Marie, you know, it's, it's beautiful. Um, you, not just Lynn Marie, but Sister Sage has really leveraged the ecosystem. You know, you were a, a CEO finalist, you were part of the Fireweed Fellowship, and you're always finding ways to collaborate, uh, you know, with like Yukon Soaps and all these different people. Um, how How is that working with the community and collaborating? Like, does what does that feed? You know, is it feed your business? Your yeah. so- like, why do you do that? I, I think I love doing it. Um, 
And like with Sister Sage, I've iterated my business so many different times from the beginning. And now I've, I've fallen on like realizing that community is so important. And, um, you know, I have like a, a platform right now that I want to share and, and um, share my community impact. And so I value collaborations over competition. And I feel that our sisters shouldn't be our competition, that we should raise them up as we're being raised up. And I really don't subscribe to the ideals of the, you know, the stale pale male, to use that term, um, the, the capitalistic, you know, uh, pursuit of the almighty dollar. Um, I'm, yeah, like I said, collaboration over, over like competition. And so that's what's really important to me. I want to hoard community and not hoard money. I'm going to write that down. Horde community. I love, (laughs) love, love that. Um, And I think there's, uh, you know, I I think that Indigenous people are doing that more and more each day. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, you're part of the lift circle and that's, you know, it's doing just that. Like, how can we collaborate and lift each other up consistently? Exactly. And you know what? I I feel like this was kind of inculcated into my being as an Indigenous person. Um, coming from like potlatch um, culture where we we're always giving and we're always like making sure that everyone is, is supported and taken care of. And I just bring those concepts and ideals into my business because this is for me, business and personal are not, there's, it's like a shady line. It's not totally separate. Um, They, they overlap in so many different ways. And so I want to uh, lead with my authenticity in that, in that manner. I I love that you just said that because I was on a panel uh, last week and I didn't even remember saying this because it it obviously came up in conversation so naturally. Um, But I was quoted for saying, hold on, what is it? How you are raised is how you are going to run your business on the panel. And and, uh, yeah, it was accidental. I sound super like smart and all that good stuff. But wow, I'm like, oh, I did say that. But I think like, we all do that. So, you know, your values are going to translate to how you're going to run your business. And we all have these teachings and, you know, you're way out West um, and I'm, you know, more Eastern ish. And yet we still have this value system that we that we all mm-hmm. sort of collectively share. And that is super powerful to be a part of this. And I think like the way you're doing business is inspiring other indigenous entrepreneurs and yes that mm-hmm. give back and uh, and not necessarily in the give back in a in a monetary sense but the yeah. give back of culture of expertise of taking the time to speak with me today and share your tips and you know teach people about analytics and be so generous with your expertise and the lessons that you've learned and and the less the hard lessons and you know the good and the bad that's all about sharing and it's mm-hmm. all about community and I look at you and I see that as your superpower. And every time I see something you post, I'm like, ah, there she is. And it makes me personally so proud that you were the first national winner. You know what I mean? Like, hell yeah. Like we picked right. Yeah. You know, that's that's so great. I love that. Thank you for saying that. And I want to say, too, that, you know, I want to share my story and my tips and my expertise um, because. I had mentors and I had indigenous women entrepreneurs out there who did that for me. 
And um, so it's, this is, yeah, you're right. Like it, it doesn't have to be a monetary give back. This is my give back. Um, an example was yesterday, I did an interview with AP on APTN uh, live. And I, I had mentioned three other indigenous women's businesses, um, you know, just kind of like snuck it in there. But I was like, this is me sharing my platform and this is me supporting other women for their own success. Mm-hmm. And there's exactly like when you say name drop, it sort of leaves, uh, you know, a little negative taste in your mouth, but not when you use it in a good way. Name drop totally. every single time, you know, and uh-huh. and I do that, too. Like uh, any chance that, I, you know, when I have opportunities, I'll mention somebody because I want Indigenous entrepreneurs to succeed. And you can tell that you do, too, uh, yes. because of your collaborations. Um, so that's amazing. Um, Definitely. I, I want to just mention here too, that like one, the, one of our main missions here at Sister Sage is to, and I think you, you spoke to this already is to really uh, promote, inspire and motivate other indigenous women to define their own financial futures through business. And this for me is a means of economic reconciliation and not in the idea or in the sense that we're reconciling with like the government of Canada, because forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more of a reconciliation with ourselves mm. being the true and original entrepreneurs of Turtle Island. This is like, it's a take back and it's time to, you know, have our own sovereignty and freedom uh, financially and be able to make our own decisions and break free of the government of Canada. Mm. But I mean, like that, that's a whole deeper story that we can get into. <laughs> no, I, I, that's an important conversation to have. And I agree completely do it for ourselves do yeah. it for our family, do it for our children, our communities, and then the broader community as a whole, you know? Um, I And I love the idea, and not the idea, I love that you are creating your own life by creating your own business. Like, really, mm-hmm. it all starts with an idea. Um, but to take action, you are manifesting it into creation, into a physical product, into more ideas. Um, you know, I could talk more about this and how do we create that reconciliation within ourselves? And that's how, and this is how you are doing it. Um, so what have been the biggest lessons that you've learned to date about entrepreneurship and being in business? <laughs> there's so many perfect uh, um i think that um uh, that one that always tops my list is is to take care of myself mm. um because like when i first started business first started sister sage i was running myself ragged um you know it was like 15 hours a day and just i while well, i was working um in construction still i was going to bcit full-time night classes for project management. Um, and then I, I uh, received a scholarship to the Aboriginal Business Management Program at UBC. And so I was doing both classes and working and and starting Sister Stage. And so the beginning days were rough. It was so hard um, and I was so tired and I lost a lot of weight and I lost a lot of friends. Mm. <laughs> um, and so I think one of the hard lessons to learn was to just like stop and relax and take a break and take care of myself. Self-care. I mean, I'm trying to sell self-care. So how can I not be caring for myself um, first? Mm-hmm. Um, and a, another big lesson and something that I, I have to actively 
do daily is like to to remind myself like to to walk gently with myself and to speak gently with myself and if I didn't take care of the 10 things on my task list and I did five then that's a success (laughs) not to be so hard on myself so that's just I mean I think that's one of the biggest lessons in business I agree completely. And as someone who who I just I I worked far too much, far too long uh, and just overworked myself and my first business just flopped. And it was sort of it wasn't a a public flop, but it felt like a public flop because I had been on Dragon's Den and put on this sort of uh, indigenous pedestal for a while for being the Mm -hmm. one who was on Dragon's Den and got sort of all of this uh, attention and then to, you know, fall. Uh, in front of you know your community and to be like oh man yeah that's the hard part um and I think that for other businesses uh non-indigenous businesses they don't they don't have that feeling they don't understand what that weight is like like at this moment I feel like I carry a really huge weight on my shoulders because uh like you're like yourself we are role models and we're representatives for indigenous people and it's like if we can make it then you can make it too um and so at this moment I'm like failure is not an option but then there goes the my first lesson where I have to speak gently with myself and mm. tread tread yeah, I know. And I, you know, I, I have this conversation often because I, uh, I, I'm i still conflicted with that word role model. Oh, that's heavy for, you know, when you when you want to succeed. Um, but it, it, it's a heavy word because it sort of implies that you're supposed to be perfect, but we're we're not. We're still human and trying to do the best that we can do. And I think that the, you know, when we speak to ourselves more gently, then we see it through other people's eyes too. You know, like I don't look at you and think like she has to be perfect and she has like at all. I would never do that to someone else. And if they had to close their business, I would be like, oh, that must have been a hard decision. So we're so gentle with our, you know, our peers. um, And yet with ourselves, there's that there is that heavy uhness sometimes if we let it get there but so how do you balance that are, are you still there do you still feel like it's heavy um i do still feel like it's heavy but i i was in conversation recently with tira fraser from mm-hmm. Esquayo air and <clears throat> this name drop. That sh- i know there we go again right <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and so this is something that she had said and she um she said i give permission to myself to fail. And I was like, well, mind blown. Like that's, you know, it's like, like, yeah, that's right. Because we are, we're so like in the spotlight and as role models, but you know what, it, it is okay if we don't make it. Um, and I think that's a big part of me by saying I always lead with my authenticity and I don't want to be over curated. I don't want people to think like, oh, Lynn has a perfect life and she's you know she's got a bunch of money and she has this wonderful business and that can be a difficult thing with social media to to portray these different uh i don't know different things in your life and and not be like everything is all sunshine mhm and like I, I that was one of my greatest gifts uh and one of my biggest lessons was when i had to Closed down Quemmies, which was the baby moccasins, mm-hmm. not once, yeah. but twice <laughs> because I gave it another go. Um, but that was humbling. And mm-hmm. and it showed me that 
whoa, it's okay. And now I love sharing that story because when you show your scars and your battle wounds, other people are not afraid to show either. You know, and we are all connected and we've all dealt with it in some way. And we've all dealt with it in many ways, I should say, that failure. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess it's just an interesting idea on the word uh, and the feelings that come with the word uh, role model. Um, But you know what I mean? It it is when I look at you, that's absolutely what I see a role model, but being authentic about it. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, we, we look and we, we don't want someone to overwork themselves where thereby they can't continue after, mm-hmm. you know? So what do you do to, to take care of yourself? How do you balance that? Um, there's a lot of things that I do. Um, I just, I, I moved into a new house and I made sure that I had a, a little exercise space. Mm-hmm. Like this is, I have to have that, especially during the pandemic. I'm like, I can't get out um, and go and do the things I want to do. So I have like a, a, a exercise bike in there and some weights and um, like online video stuff. So I make sure that to get up in there often um, and I eat food and I eat food unapologetically mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm an emotional eater. So I'm, um, I love food. And then I just, I have my dog here and. Um, Funny enough, like since the pandemic, I really, I feel like I've been connected a lot more through my computer (laughs) because I'm doing uh, meetings all the time and, and, you know, meeting with the lift circle um, and the CEO crew. And uh, I, I feel like I have a lot more friends now. And so I think having the community and being connected has keep me, keeping me sane. Mm hmm. And so when you were starting this, I'm just going to bring it back to uh, meeting you on powwow pitch. Is that a thing? Like, is that, you know, do you just know that you're going to do things? Like, what was that experience for you on your end? I know what it was for me because I was in the sort of background and watching things unfold and, you know, but but for you as a participant and, and the winner, how was what was that experience for you? Um, it was very surreal. Um, yeah, I, I, let me back it up a little bit actually, because the first time I, I saw you and I think we did actually, we did, we met, it was at the Indigenomics conference 2019, Yep, I believe in, in Richmond. And I heard you, like you got up and you talked about, um, like her braids and just like your whole story. And you talked about powwow pitch. And I remember just being like at that moment, like, Oh, I want to be her. She's like, she's so amazing. and. And powwow pitch, I wish it could, uh, I wish we could do that out here. Um, and, you know, maybe that's one positive thing coming out of the pandemic is that powwow pitch was able to go national. Um, so I, I, I never thought that it was a possibility to inv- be involved with powwow pitch. Um, and then <laughs> I think that I didn't even really practice very much. Um, I, I wrote everything down um, and then I just went for it. And I remember my heart pounding and it was scary, but, um, it, it just, it seemed natural. It was a really good experience. I know. And you had posted, uh, you and your sister's outtakes before, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember seeing them and, you know, it's, it's a lot of hard work and the amount of emails and stuff that we get, uh, right before power pitches 
it's wild. Um, and so, you know, when we got some of you and your sister's good energy and good medicine, I, I remember thinking, yep, this is why we're doing what we're doing. And how amazing is it that this is happening across Canada that people are getting together and being like, oh my God, this is so scary, but ha ha ha, laugh outtake, you know? <laughs> like it was so yeah. great. No, I, I love that. I want to go back and watch that little outtake that it was so cute because <laughs> my sister, she has a, she, she's very, she has a lot of anxiety. So she doesn't often like to do any of the speaking parts. Yeah. So I was like, all you have to say is your name. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was so cute um, like, awesome. but like powwow pitch you're right like like it, it was so amazing I sat there and watched everyone's pitches um and just like kind of cowering I'm like oh no they're so amazing I'm not how can I get through and so every every time I was just like oh wow oh wow oh wow um uh, I received an email yesterday from a professor at the University of Victoria and I haven't responded yet but I will um, and she had said that she found powwow pitch and she didn't know about it. And so she just, she said, she's like, I spent the last two hours just watching everyone's pitch and uh, being so inspired. And then she offered me um, some, something like a case study for her. Oh, she, she teaches um, entrepreneurship at UBIC. Um, and so she wants to do a, a case study with Sister Sage and then have that case study go forward um, in, in the lessons every year. Um, and so this is like a something that has happened, another effect or outcome of powwow pitch. Wow. And, and that's sort of the idea, too, you know, like is to showcase what everybody's doing across uh, in Canada. And it's, uh, you know, I love hearing that story because we don't know what happens after the scene, but the hope is to get people the eyes on indigenous entrepreneurs and get yep. your stories shown and hear your voices and all of that good stuff um so that thank you for sharing that that makes me super super happy yay yay <laughs> um so if you had to give uh, a young person any advice to help them what would it be um I've been asked this question a few times recently. I think for, for me starting my business, the most helpful advice was to always talk about your business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that may annoy people <laughs> or um, it doesn't matter. Just keep talking about it. And then eventually it will like it will evolve organically. It will develop to become what it's supposed to be. So like I said, the sister stage, we iterated so many times, but at the beginning, even before I had any product, I was talking about it and like, in essence, creating a value proposition um, to, yeah, to figure out what sister stage would be. So don't be afraid to talk about your business. If people are annoyed, just go find somebody else and go talk about it. There um, we go. <laughs> we want to hear it. We, we can't wait to see what you come up with. Exactly. Great advice. I agree completely. And, you know, once you're so passionate about something, it's kind of hard to stop talking about it. But <laughs> yeah. it's to get there is to be able to, you know, from uh, the idea where you just keep it where you don't want to talk about it because you're like, someone's going to think this is stupid. Uh, they're not going to believe in me. I, will this make me money? Blah, 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 blah. All these, you know, self-doubts that once you finally are brave enough to share it, 
then share it and share it often and take action. And it borderline, yes. you become accountable to yourself as well, because you've put that out there, right? To the universe. Here you go. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> you know? Totally. Yeah, it's totally accountability. But I think you make another excellent point. And something that I really want to do a lot more work and thinking about is putting things out into the universe and just speaking your vision aloud. Because the success that I've seen, I, I feel like it's because I'm just, I'm being active and vocal about it and putting it out there. Um, so yep. maybe that's another piece of advice. Just put it out there. Use your big, beautiful voice and use it often. I like that. Um, <laughs> so where do, where can our listeners go to learn more about you and find you and buy your products and watch your story? A few places. So, of course, the website, sisterssage.com. Um, Instagram is a big one, like you said, right now. So it's at sisters underscore sage. Twitter, which I don't use very much, but I'm still kind of figuring it out. And that's at sistersage3. And um, TikTok, which I need to just jump into and start making some videos, is sisters underscore sage. Um, and if you have any TikTok suggestions <laughs> for my, my soap uh, making videos, hit me up and let me know because I'm new to this. I love that. Finishes <laughs> with an ask. Look at you. Oh, my God. You're so good. I love it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Lynn Marie, for sharing your wisdom and your story with us today for being so open. And uh, we're going to be watching you in a gentle with gentle yes. and supportive eyes. And we can't yes. wait to see what you do next. I love it. Thank you so much for having me on today. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Pow Wow Pitch podcast dedicated to empowering Indigenous entrepreneurs. Thank you to our co-presenting partners, RBC, Facebook, and Shopify. To our syndicate partners, Startup Canada. To our producers, Victoria Lennox and Cyprian Shalankiewicz. And to everyone who makes Pow Wow Pitch possible. Be sure to visit powwowpitch.org to explore how we can support you to start your business and sign up to our newsletter to learn more about the Indigenous Startup Program to get access to training and mentors, the Powwow Pitch Competition for your chance to win up to $25,000, and the Indigenous Entrepreneurship Awards to celebrate your success. Until next time, I am your host, Sunshine Quemtanasco. Miigwech. <laughs>